Good morning, everyone. This is Judith Acop. You're listening to Mad Love. Welcome to your Friday and welcome to the show. Um, The podcast, you know, I'm here Monday through Friday for sure. Sometimes on Saturday. And if it's really special, I might pop on on a Sunday. Um, I want to thank all the new listeners, all the followers, the subscribers. Appreciate you so much. Thank you. Uh, Yes, you can sponsor this podcast. So I appreciate that. Um, Yeah, keep liking, keep following, keep forwarding, share this podcast if you think it uh, will benefit someone. Thank you to my global audience. You guys are the best. I appreciate you. I want you to know that I don't take any of this for granted. I enjoy doing the podcast. Uh, And if someone had told me two years later, I'd still be doing it and growing my audience, I would have been a little shocked. Uh, Not because I don't think I do a decent job, but it's really just me talking. And, uh, you know, you kind of have to be pretty arrogant to think that you could talk for five to ten minutes every day and someone would be tuned in. What'd she say? Well, it's nice and I appreciate it. I do not take you for granted. Um, It's Friday. You know, I'm always having my feelings by Friday. Everything is stacked up. Uh, I keep reading that NFL teams have interest in Colin Kaepernick. Please work him out. Please let him come back to the football field so we can see what's up for real. You know, because I have I have really grown tired of this uh, uh, narrative, you know, and a lot of people who love football did not boycott football for this uh, young man who I don't know how old he is now, but, you know, it just is what it is. If if you. I watched the 49ers play. They were in the Rams division when he was still good and when he was not in the league. And I don't know, I guess I'm just old enough to remember when activism was less about um, photo ops and what it looks like. You know what I mean? Like, so for me, some of it rang hollow. I know uh, for people 50 and older, 45 and older, we were sort of like some of us, not all of us, but some of us were like, hmm, like, what are you really doing? I've actually been uh, able to see some some coverage, not news footage, but actual coverage of, of this new brand of protesting. And it's so strange because I'm not sure people know how to protest because you can't do some of the things that people do and then be surprised that you're getting arrested afterwards. Uh, that's not protesting. This is not the 60s. And I'm not talking about uh, all the footage that we saw where people were just sitting at lunch tables because, you know, or lunch, di- uh, well, diner tables, diner uh, bars, you know, and refuse, and they would be refused service and they refused to leave. And I'm not talking about that. I think that's what people think they're doing, but um, some of you guys are not really doing that. You cannot do some of the things that I've seen people do and be super shocked that you're getting arrested by the police. You cannot provoke, taunt, uh, do things, and then that's that's against the law. You know, you... I don't know. I don't, I just, I don't understand. I think people have taken messages from the past and appropriated them for themselves. And that's not true in all cases, but in some cases it's like, I think you guys missed the point. Um, and 
like maybe find somebody who is a skilled protester to help you organize, but maybe you don't want to be organized. I don't know. It's just been really fascinating to be old enough to know what things were like and how things got done in the past, or at least feel like, you know, and then to watch a newfangled version of it. You know, everybody's an Instagram hero now, but here's the problem. You know, it it doesn't even matter if you're trying to fool us or trying to fool uh, people who watch TV or, you know, yeah, you can look a certain way for 30 seconds on TV and that's not really what it is, but okay, you can do that. And, and the news may or may not get it right. Social media may not get it right. That's fine. But you can't fool God. You know, all these people out here who are complete phonies and faking it and you got people believing in you and, and you really aren't who you say you are, but your Instagram paints you out to be one. That's fine. But, you know, you can't fool the universe. And when when it's time to be dealt with, you will be dealt with. That's the thing. You reap what you sow. So, you know, I guess this Friday for me feels about is blah. this Friday feels like you think you are slick, but you're not. When I was growing up, that was a big one. You think you slick, you know, and there are a lot of people who who legitimately are slick, but it never lasts. It's not sustainable. Slickness is not sustainable. <laughs> and you can't fool, you can't fool the universe because the universe is a mirror. So whatever you throw out, it comes back to you. So when you're kind, you get kindness. And when people say to me, well, I do all this stuff and nothing ever comes back to me. Well, you know, are you really doing all of that? And what spirit are you doing it in? If you're doing something to get something back, then chances are you're not going to get it back the way you think you should because your spirit ain't right. And listen, I'm not trying to convert anybody. I'm not trying to tell you this is not a religious thing to me. This is an energetic thing. This is a life substance, uh, spiritual thing. And for me, I call it God and God-like energy, but it's not religious to me. It's energetic. And uh, you can't throw out dark energy, uh, deceptive energy. You know, you can't walk around being a Decepticon and think you're a good guy. That's not how it works. You know, you can't. I mean, you can. And there are plenty of people throughout history who lie all the time and they think they're good people. And a lot of people buy it. But I don't know. I just really I really believe that things come back to you and, um, you know, they come back up on you. So, you know, you really don't want to do too much, uh, you know, duplicity out here. You really need to be an honest, sincere person. I believe that's the best way to be. Uh, It eases your burdens. It eases your burdens. I I could not be a person that walked around and told lies all the time. Uh, And even if you believe them, they still lies. You're still a liar. That's lame. Being a liar is lame. So the moral of this story is, and I feel like I'm on a tangent, but I'm good at that on Friday because Friday feels I'm all up in my feelings. And I've just seen a lot of behavior recently that just, I don't know. I feel like people are really off the mark and off the track and no one's calling them out on it. You know what I mean? Like some people are just not doing the right thing and no one will tell them. That's what's weird to me. It's like, And then in St. Louis, what's strange is 
every time something doesn't go the way a black person thought it should go, it's because something was racist. And I have had to catch myself and say, I don't know, maybe that didn't go the way it was supposed to because it wasn't meant to be. And maybe racism had nothing to do with it. I remember growing up, that was the narrative. You go out to a fancy mall, walk around, you felt uncomfortable. People were looking at you like maybe you didn't belong there. And the the original, everything after that is like, oh, because they're racist. Oh, they're looking at me because they're racist. But what's really strange too then is how much of this is race and how much of it is class? Are people looking at you because they don't think you can afford it? And then race and class have been conflated to the point where people use them interchangeably. So uh, like yesterday, someone told me again, another person that my high school is snobby, therefore I'm a snob. And I'm like, I'm sitting here talking to you. And before you knew what high school I went to, that wasn't even a part of the conversation. And just FYI, St. Louis is one of the most private school cities in the country. We rival Boston and New York uh, with how much we private school our kids. So, you know, don't don't be throwing me in some uh, snobby group. My my school isn't even the probably even the tenth most. Uh, hoity-toity school in this in this area so it's like but it, it doesn't even matter are you saying that my parents shouldn't have been aspirational and, and want to give me a good education what does it have to do with you and really that's what we're talking about you feel insecure about it it was a thing for you um and shame on you <laughs> you know what I mean like don't judge me because of what your parents decided to do or not do for you or you know my parents we weren't rich you know, they made sacrifices so I could go to good schools, um, period, you know. So I just, I feel like a lot of times we, we're not having the real conversations we need to be having because everybody's so hung up on race. Well, we're the same race. So what? why are we even having a conversation about, you know, who's snobby? So if I had been white, then the conversation would have been like, well, you racist because you went to that school. Okay, you sound crazy. What are we talking about? I don't know. I just really feel like that's why we can't progress as people, not just we're not even going to break down racial stuff or male versus female stuff. Just as humans, we're so busy looking at what the other person has and what I didn't have that we can't go forward. And I think that's silly. I really do. And, you know, can a black person be racist towards another black person? Yes, it happens all the time. (laughs) <laughs> it does. It really does. And we don't call that racism. What We call it hate. Oh, you're just a hater. Oh, okay. But the hate is real, baby. The hate is real. Grow up. 